0: Ross Tucker football podcast it is a monster Monday presented of course by DraftKings I am Ross Tucker former NFL offensive lineman pretty sure almost all of you know this at this point it was so awesome to meet so many of you this weekend I mean I met several people around the edge of the Bills stadium and one of our listeners Jan in the parking lot before the game, Jan actually delivered me beer, which was amazing. Probably drinking that Friday and Saturday night, Jan. Thank you so much. And then in Philadelphia, I met a bunch of listeners too at a couple of tailgates. It's so cool to be walking through a parking lot or walking around a stadium and people telling me, um "I listen. I'm a listener." You know, I, I, I listen to the podcast long time. It was it was awesome. I, I don't. For some reason, I felt like I got a lot more of that this weekend than I normally do, probably because I actually stopped by a couple tailgates in Philly, uh, wasn't drinking because I had to do the pregame show at five, but it was just nice to say hi to some people. And then, you know, when I'm on the sideline, which by the way, I will be in Philly on Sunday. It's just neat because people, you know, have the opportunity to say Ross or whatever and um, take some selfies or whatever. It's cool. Really, really cool. We are presented by DraftKings, uh, who I love. It's a new week, which means we will have a new spread. The word winner via social media. You know, I'm kind of going to stick with what works. I'm going to do it one more time this week. Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook. We have a new Facebook page. You know, I have like a my own personal page where I put, you know, family stuff or. Stuff about myself, you know, food or beer or whatever. But now we have a Ross Tucker Pod Facebook page. So if you're only on Facebook, that's where you can see the really well-done, professionally edited clips that Jack does that are just so unbelievable. I'm a, I am just can't believe how good of a job Jack has done with all that stuff since he's kind of taken over. So follow Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook or TikTok, still relatively new as well. And I'll pick a, a a follower of Ross Tucker NFL on TikTok or Ross Tucker Pod on Facebook. And we'll be able to be the Spread the Word winner. And if you're looking right now on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, I got a couple more awesome press passes. I got the Eagles Giants. It has my picture on it. I've got Bill's Bengals, which would be amazing for a Bengals fan. That was a gigantic win. Again, five playoff wins for them in the last two years. And counting. And counting, which is amazing. As mentioned, I'll be on the sideline for Eagles Conference Championship. So Eagles Niners, that'd be a great one for one of you guys. Speaking of YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. That's another area where we're experiencing growth, which is great. And part of that's because more of you guys are subscribing which we love, just to check out the videos we have there. Maybe watch a show online. So people like to just put the show up on their laptop or their phone while they're doing something else, but they can just look over if I'm laughing. Maybe I don't know who Patrick Starr is. I don't know. Whatever it is, you can watch YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Reply to any video and just say, Ross, I want that shout-out video, Brotato Chip. Hook me up. And then the sponsor confirmation email winner Two big sponsors this week, Peloton and West Shore Home. So if you do either one of those, you get a great chance to be the winner. It's onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. So that's just signing up for a risk-free 30-day home trial. That seems like a no-brainer. And then West Shore Home, that's just signing up for a free consultation. westshorehome.com slash Ross. Why not? Plus, they have all kinds of pictures and videos of my house over there now because that's what they did when they came here. So, even if you just want to peep out my house or me talking about my house, I think some of you might be interested in that. Very, very cool. Our patron of the day, speaking of very, very cool, Jimmy Manning. That's interesting because I'm about to talk about a different Manning momentarily. But Jimmy went over to Patreon.com slash rt media jimmy i don't i didn't see you introduce yourself yet to the whole squad make sure you do we love to find out about our new patrons our new tuck heads patreon.com slash rt media it's big show
1: time the big show all right ross where we get in each of these games Were your overall themes from the nfl divisional round
0: several jack several um so, I'll start with health and just how important that is this time of year. You know, let's look at the Saturday games. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts looks like he's back to being 100%. Lane Johnson looks like he's good enough to play. When that's the case, that's real good for the Eagles. Real good. Meanwhile, It'll be talked about all week. I'm quite confident he'll play since he was able to play in the rest of the game on Saturday. And by the way, now he doesn't have to travel, which gives him even more time. Sometimes when you travel, you're flying on the plane that, you know, that promotes swelling actually when you're at at altitude like that in the plane. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to fly. Patrick Mahomes can just Uh, stay in Kansas City, has an extra day. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that he'll be able to play. I think the only question there will just be how effective he'll be. And I think, like a little sneak preview, I think that's going to be a problem against the Bengals' defense. I really do. With the way they coach and Louie Anarumo, if Mahomes can't be himself moving around, and I doubt he will be, I think that would be bad, really bad. Thank you, girls. <laughs> um, they're not actually on camera this time. They're just putting it here. You know, they they usually bring it over around 7.05. A lot of times, Jack and I either record at 6 a.m. or we record at 7.15 a.m. So it's usually after I'm done recording or right before, but um, this is the second time in a row that because I wanted to try to get at least a couple hours sleep last night when I got back from Buffalo. What a terrible drive, by the way. Like, it was snowing. The roads weren't covered. I think your boy drove, what would that be, two plus six plus five, 13 hours. I, I drove 13 hours in a 30 not even a 36-hour period. Like a 34-hour period. So, um, I don't want to get in my car again the rest of the week. At any rate. <clears throat> um, so, that's why we record a little bit later. Man, smoothies are good, though. And once again, it's my Anna and Elsa cup. This might, must be my patented cup. I put that on social media, I think. Uh, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, if you want to see the video from last Friday of my daughters delivering me my strawberry banana smoothie in my Anna and Elsa cup, you can see what my daughters look like. Um, okay, so health. Hurts. Lane Johnson, healthy. Mahomes, not. Tony Pollard, not. Doesn't really matter for the Cowboys anymore because their season's over, but It certainly mattered they didn't have him for the rest of that game. So, these games can switch in an instant just based on the health of certain players. So, that's noteworthy. I'll tell you another theme, backup quarterbacks, man. Backup quarterbacks. First of all, Brock Purdy is a third-string quarterback and hasn't lost a game yet. And has the Niners in the NFC Championship game. So, we talk about backup quarterbacks. How about third-string quarterbacks? Like Brock Purdy. Third-string, able to play this well, um, is really impressive for the Niners. And then, once again, um, frequent listener or frequent guest, Chad Henney, comes to the rescue for the Chiefs again. I mean, they win 27-20. Chad comes in when Mahomes is out. 98-yard touchdown drive. 98 yards. So I think that's a pretty good indicator. I think backup quarterbacks being ready to go is important. If you noticed, all four games, the team that ran the ball better won the game. Do you notice that? I did. Chiefs ran it better than the Jags. Certainly, the Eagles ran it better than the Giants. The Bengals ran it much better than the Bills. That was surprising. And then the Niners ran it better than the Cowboys. It's not the only determining factor in a game, but certainly makes a difference. That snow game. Now, first of all, I didn't even know that they had gloves that aren't, like, waterproof. My, my gloves were, like, soaked during the game. That was awful. Absolutely awful. I'm on the sideline. My gloves are soaked, which is even more of a reason why I couldn't ever pull out my phone and start to tap stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look out my phone once the whole game, usually during commercial breaks, I look at my phone. Didn't do that once. Um, but I do think it's just beautiful. The snow game, that atmosphere in Buffalo. I don't know what it looked like on TV, but it's just a beautiful thing. I am so impressed, by the way, just how well those guys are able to throw and catch in the snow. I was surprised they didn't lose their footing more. And also, like, the snow was coming down pretty hard. I mean, it was flurries, but, like, you'd think it would affect their, you know, as they throw the ball, there'd be, like, snow in their eye or something or when they're trying to catch it. There was for me on the sideline, Um, by the way. I have a bone to pick with Peyton Manning. <clears throat> Although I actually talked to him about it yesterday. I was not the only person that went to both Eagles Giants and Bills Bengals. Peyton and his son were there too. And I had to give him crap about it. I said, Peyton, I thought I was going to be the only one that went to both games. And he laughed and said, yeah, doubleheader. I said, I'm pretty sure you didn't drive four hours after the game last night to a hotel in Corning, New York. He said, no. No, I did not do that. (laughs) Must be nice to have a private plane, Peyton. Must be nice. Um, But he's earned it. Good for him, man. And that's so cool that he takes his son to a doubleheader like that. Absolutely love it. Uh, Peyton and I were reminiscing about the time that we had uh, beer and wings at the Big Tree Inn, which is at the end of the street there in Buffalo after uh, a 2003 game. Between the Bills and the Colts, he he hung out after the game, and I guess took his own plane back later that night. I don't know. The last thing I would say is it really does. You know, coaching always right. More impressed with the Niners' coaching than I was with the Cowboys' coaching. I mean, the Eagles' coaches clearly were ahead of the Giants. The Bengals' coaches were ahead of the Bills. Um, I don't know. I felt like the Chiefs' Jags' coaching was actually kind of even. In that game, but they had Chad Henny coached up, ready to go. They had Chad Henny ready to play at a high level, and he absolutely did that. Speaking of at a high level, how about living your life at a high level? Right? How about how about doing things that you've always wanted to do or you've talked about, but for whatever reason you haven't done? Kind of like me and my wife. We bought this house in 2012. It was built in 98, so the upstairs bathrooms especially, like the master bathroom, which is downstairs, is actually pretty good, but the upstairs bathrooms, they just really needed an updating. They just did. There's no way if your house is from the 80s, 90s, heck, even if it's from like the early 2000s, there's no way you have like an updated bathroom. It makes you feel good. It does. Like, and I'm not like a fancy dancy person like that. But, you know, when I'm upstairs now, either one of those bathrooms, it like especially the my daughter's bathroom, they're so happy. It just, it makes you feel better. It really does. It makes you feel cooler and they got so much more space in there. They share, I guess, a Jack and Jill shower, Jill and Jill, they share the same shower. Anyway, uh, we're thoroughly impressed and really glad that we did it. Go to westshorehome.com slash Ross to schedule a free consultation and get 20% off your remodeling project for a limited time. Here's what I would tell you. Just go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. They got all kinds of pictures and videos and stuff of our bathrooms on there before and after. So you can see with your own two eyes, like you don't need to take my word for it. Like look at the pictures, look at the videos at westshorehome.com slash Ross. Pretty sure, pretty confident you'll be wanting to get that uh, that free
1: consultation. All right, Ross, we'll start with a 27-20 victory for the Chiefs that is overshadowed by Patrick Mahomes suffering a high ankle sprain. Like you said, seems that he'll play through. Yeah, I guess somebody said
0: that. Ro- Romo said during the Bengals-Bills game that he's not sure if Mahomes will be able to, to play on it. I mean – pretty rare when a guy finishes a game he doesn't play the next week. Now, Jalen didn't, but that was regular season. Like, this is AFC Championship game. I would imagine he'll be out there. Very, very impressed by him to come back, play well. I just even loved how much he wanted to stay in the game and how frustrated he was that they wouldn't let him stay in the game that he had to go get the x-ray, which, by the way, is the right move. And Andy Reid, didn't Jack – this is like before your time – but didn't Donovan McNabb once play the rest of a game with like a fractured leg or like it was like a high ankle sprain but ended up being – it was fractured because he was out for like four weeks after that. But he stayed in that
1: Arizona Cardinals game like 2002 maybe? The only one I remember was T.O. in the Super Bowl with like a broken leg or whatever he had. I mean, I think I remember a similar story about McNabb, but not to the exact recollection. recollection yeah, I think
0: McNabb like, broke his ankle but stayed in the game against the Cardinals. But then they figured out it was broken. He missed four weeks because it was like A.J. Feely started for the Eagles against us when I was with the Cowboys in 2 At any rate, I, I love that Mahomes was so angry and wanted to stay in the game so badly. I, I love that about him. And I love that Andy Reid was like, no, get it X-rayed. Like, we got to know what we're dealing with here. So, I, I like both those. Uh, Travis Kelsey had an incredible game. But what what are the Jags doing on defense? Like, if you are playing against the Chiefs, that is unbelievable to me that you would allow Travis Kelsey to catch 14 balls on 17 targets and have two touchdowns. Now, maybe you could say... You know, they only scored 27 points, I guess. I don't know. Mahomes was hurt for some of the game, couldn't do his normal stuff. But you let Kelsey have two touchdowns? I just, I go to my experience with New England. Belichick would bracket that guy in the red zone, meaning like almost like it's a punt. Like two guys at the line of scrimmage, totally take him away and make one of the other guys beat him. That was surprising. Uh, by the Jags. Very surprising. It's interesting that, you know, final score is 27-20. On some level, Henny's 98-yard drive, the difference in the game. Obviously, they had a huge run by Pacheco on that on that drive. But still, Henny throws a touchdown pass. I am thrilled for him, man. I mean, that's his first playoff touchdown pass. That's the second time in the last three years that he's been called upon in a playoff game and he's delivered. It's You know, he doesn't play that much. You know, he hasn't played that much in a while. I'm just so happy for him and such a great lesson in life for being ready because you never know when you're going to be called upon. He might be called upon again in the AFC Championship. We'll see. Um, I got to be honest with you. And I tweeted this, at Ross Tucker NFL. I love the fight of the Jags in this game. I love that they kept coming. I like that they had that touchdown drive to make it a field goal game. Trevor Lawrence running and like knocking into the defender and getting the first down. I just Trevor Lawrence showed me something in this game in terms of his his guts and his will to win. And I would say the same for the Jags. I, I thought even though they lost. I thought this game was a step forward for the Jaguars moving forward. This is different than beating the Titans at home. This is different than, you know, coming back against the Chargers, right? This is on the road at Kansas City, and the the Jaguars just kept coming. And who knows what would have happened if Agnew doesn't fumble at the five-yard line. I mean, that was a killer, right? They're down 10 or whatever. They're about to go in. And Agnew fumbles at the five-yard line. Then Trevor Lawrence throws that pick. It was incredible one-handed interception by the rookie, Jalen Watson, for the Chiefs. But, like I said, the Jags, man um, – hold on a second. Um, by the way, last time I did that, Jack, um, I can't remember which one of my friends it was. But one of my friends – like an hour from now uh, uh, texted me, uh, God bless you, or Gazintite or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Um, It's a good way to know that you're listening. So, um, but they just kept coming. You know, the Jags just kept coming. I was impressed. Um, I was also impressed by Mahomes' touchdown drive to Valdez-Scantling after the Jags had cut it to three. Christian Kirk... His drop on the on the Trevor Lawrence bomb hurt a lot. Frank Clark played his best game in a while, and and the Chiefs really needed that.
1: We'll move forward to the first game that you were at, where in Philadelphia they decimated the Giants at home in Philadelphia, advancing to the NFC Championship with ease following a thirty-eight to seven victory.
0: Was not expecting that. If you listen to the Even Money podcast, you know I took the Giants and the seven and a half points, but wow. Eagles came out firing on all cylinders. They had touchdowns on four of their first five possessions. Certainly felt like the offense was always a step ahead of the defense. 258 to 64 total yards at halftime. Eagles clearly were the much better team up front, both sides of the ball. I mean, they ran for almost 270 yards. Let's just be honest. I mean, the Eagles just have better players than the Giants, and a lot more of them. I thought the Giants should have run the ball more with Saquon, especially early down in distance. They were having some success with that. I don't know why they got away from that so much. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked healthy throwing the ball. When he ran, he was even, even able to draw contact, have a spin move that showed he looked healthy. Really disappointed performance by Daniel Jones had a bad interception, had a couple others that probably should have been intercepted, had like an intentional grounding, took sacks he shouldn't have, he missed some throws that he couldn't afford to miss. I mean, he runs out of bounds for a loss of five yards. Stuff like that drives me nuts. You run out of bounds for a loss of five yards? Throw the ball away, Daniel. I I was really disappointed in Daniel Jones in that game. And I'm, and if you you guys know, I'm I, I guess I'm like a supporter of Daniel Jones, but in that game, I was really disappointed by how he performed. Uh, I, Brian Dable had two questionable fourth down decisions. Ultimately, I mean, neither one of them really mattered that much. You know, they went for it on fourth and eight. People like, oh, it's too early to go for that. I think he knew they might be in for a long day, and that they need to try to score a touchdown and try to match the Eagles' touchdown for touchdown. The punt late made no sense because then the Eagles just gave the ball to Kenny Gainwell, who, dude, Jack, I don't know if you remember, a couple years ago, it might have been last year when he was a rookie, I said Gainwell reminds me a little bit of Westbrook. Not saying he's going to be him, but that's who he reminds me of. People are all over all over me. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Ross knows what he's talking about on those preseason games. Finally, how about Hassan Reddick? That guy is a superstar that the Eagles got on the cheap because he wanted to come back to Philly. He's making $15 million a year. He's a $25 million a year player. You know what, Jack? You and everybody else, you should feel like, forget a million bucks, feel like $25 million. Peloton. I know a lot of you want to get in better shape. I know a lot of you want to get in the best shape of your life. I know a lot of you made it a New Year's resolution. Peloton, I'm telling you, you know about the bikes, do you know about yoga, strength training, interval training, boxing, which is an awesome workout. Do you know that you can literally do whatever the time you is you want for your workout? 10-minute power walk, 30 minutes, whatever. Their instructors are incredible. The music is amazing. If you've been wondering about starting some type of fitness program, you want to do something, Peloton would be my number one recommendation because of all of the variety in terms of different activities, different instructors, different music, and different length of sessions to fit your schedule. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial, new members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.
1: Move forward to Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who shockingly dismantled the bills on the road in Snowy Buffalo, 2710.
0: Certainly was not expecting that either. Um, the Bengals, I thought, outcoached the Bills thoroughly. When Josh Allen went back to pass, it was like he was looking around for somebody to get open and then would throw him the ball. When Joe Burrow went back to pass, it's like he knew where he was going to go with the ball before he even got it. Before the ball was even snapped, Joe Burrow knew exactly where he was going to throw the ball. Joe Burrow reminds me of Peyton Manning. He was certainly better than Josh Allen yesterday. Always knew where to go with the ball. I mentioned how I love the snow stuff. The other thing is, you know, with all this talk about the Bengals' backups on the offensive line, they played well. Those guys got it done up front. I mean, three backups, I thought they, play- I mean, the Bengals were better up front on both sides of the ball. And the Bills just can't have that. The Bills need to get better up front on both sides of the ball. They just can't have that. Couldn't believe how well the Bengals ran it with Joe Mixon. I mean, the Bills wanted to have those two deep safeties. So the Bengals just kept running at them. Joe Mixon was pounding them. There was a lot of Bengals fans there, by the way. I feel bad for all my Bills peeps, but happy for the Bengals fans. I mean, the Bills even got a couple of breaks in terms of the, uh, the calls, I thought, you know, on the chase, touchdown, non-touchdown, the Josh Allen fumble, non-fumble. They got a couple breaks, and they still lost handily, 27-10. Going to be some soul-searching for the Bills after that game because they're going in the wrong direction. You lose the AFC Championship game. You lose a close heartbreak in the divisional game. Now you get blown out at home in the divisional game? Not good.
1: Zach Prescott throws two interceptions while the Cowboys' confusing final drive takes center stage in their 19-12 loss to the 49ers.
0: You sound like you're reading that, Jack. Are you reading I that?
1: I am. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, like, let me give you, like, so you're on, you're on camera, right? Like, you're on the show. So it'd be like, you know, the uh, Dak had a couple critical interceptions, Ross. And I don't know what the Cowboys were trying to do at the end of that game as the Niners won 1912. Like you can say it conversationally, whereas it's so clear you're reading, dude. Like it's so as. as and, listen,
1: if I tried, I would take center stage from you. And I don't think either of us want all the attention away from you on your show.
0: Oh, okay. No, <laughs> yeah, but you're like, as the Cowboys' final drive takes center stage. <laughs> um, Listen, uh, those Dak interceptions were probably a difference in the game. Critical mistakes. One gave the gave the Niners three points. And it was a, it was an interception in his own red area. The other one was an interception in the Niners' area. It's a problem. I mean, they can't afford him to make those mistakes. I thought Dallas' defense played awesome. Uh, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, kind of thought Brock Purdy was just okay, but. The Niners running game wore down the Cowboys in the second half. They controlled the game with their run in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Kittle uh, was huge in the game. I have no idea what that last play was about. I have some ideas that maybe I'll share at another date. Uh, And I was happy that Maher made those field goals, man. I was happy that Maher was not the difference in the game that'll be the end by the way of today's ross tucker football podcast shout outs pizza boy brewing of course sport of culture head nyc.com steakhouse sports.com go Bangles.com, evergreen economics vision comics with an x back off of schedule.com greatest valentine's day gift of all time my front story.com i think we're done here thanks for listening to the ross tucker football podcast